This is your host, Nick Riley, and you're listening to the One Day Advice Podcast. Together, we're going to take a ride inside the world of personal finance. I'm going to give you a fully transparent, behind-the-scenes look into the financial services industry, helping you to optimize your financial life along the way. In today's episode, I'm going to talk a little about tax loss harvesting, what it means, why it may be worthwhile for you, and what to avoid when implementing. Now, the best time to be implementing this into your portfolio is during a down market. So if you're sitting on some investment losses, uh, this episode may be most relevant to you. Also, the higher your marginal income tax rate and the larger your investment portfolio, the more value the strategy will provide. So before I get into tax loss harvesting, I want to provide a little overview on capital gains. So there are realized and unrealized capital gains. Realized gains or losses come from the sale of an investment. Unrealized gains or losses provide the current status of your investment return, whether you're up or whether you're down. You don't pay taxes until you've sold or realized a gain or loss. Now, there are different tax rates for short-term and long-term capital gains. Short-term is considered one year or less of a holding period, and that is taxed at your marginal income tax rate as ordinary income. So if you are a high income earner, uh, that could be upwards of 37%. A lower income earner, you might pay zero or uh, closer to 15%. Now, long-term capital gains are a holding period for over one year. And that is, that's a, a big differentiator is the it's, it's one year and a day. So it has to be over a year to be qualified for a long-term capital gain. And capital gains tax rates applies only to the long-term capital gains. And it's significantly lower than the short-term capital gain rate. For most of you listening, the long-term capital gain tax rate is probably going to be 15%. Uh, For lower income, it could be 0%. uh, And the highest rate, uh, so if you're a higher income earner, the highest rate you'll be paying would be 20% uh, for long-term capital gains. So either way, it's going to be far less than what you're paying uh, from your marginal tax rate. So now that I gave a little bit of overview on the capital gains, uh, it's time to go into tax loss harvesting and the value that it derives. So tax loss harvesting is a strategy that involves selling investments that you have unrealized losses in. And there is essentially two ways tax loss harvesting can help manage your taxes. One being uh, losses can be used to offset investment gains. So according to the tax code, short and long-term losses must be used first to offset gains of the same type. Then they can be used to offset the other. That is why you'll get the most benefit from realizing short-term losses. Uh, That is what you'll be paying the most in taxes for uh, is short-term gains. So being able to offset that with short-term losses first uh, will give you the most tax relief. The second way is through losses can offset up to $3,000 worth of taxable income in one year. And with unused losses being able to be carried forward indefinitely into future tax years. And this is one of the things that many wealthy people use in order to reduce their taxable income 
repeatedly over time. So when they, when one of their deals, uh, they lose you know, 100% of uh, their money on, on a deal, they can use the losses on that deal uh, to be able to offset future gains from future investments uh, into perpetuity if it's a large enough loss. And the biggest thing to watch out for when implementing a tax loss harvesting strategy is the wash sale rule. So what the wash sale rule prohibits, uh, it prohibits selling an investment for a loss and replacing it with the same investment 30 days before or after the sale. And if you break this rule, you won't be able to write off the investment loss and may increase your actual tax liability. So you can get around this by buying a different security than what you sold. Or if you have more cash to invest, the best way is to just buy more of that same stock, wait 31 days, and then specify the specific shares that you want to sell, like the ones that have a loss. And most trading platforms allow you to specify the specific tax lots that you want to uh, sell when selling an individual security or ETF or mutual fund. So a scenario, just to uh, kind of paint a picture on this, would be like, you know, say you have a, a $10,000 realized gain from your Tesla stock, and you also have an unrealized loss of $5,000 on Google. You could realize the loss on Google to reduce your realized gains from $10,000 down to $5,000. And in order to continue to have similar investment exposure, you may then buy a similar stock to Google like another big tech stock like Apple or Amazon to gain uh, that same or similar type of exposure. So you can also apply this, this same strategy with ETFs and just make sure that the ETFs are substantially different from one another. Otherwise, it will uh, bring up the wash sale rule again. So the best way to do this with ETFs is to just simply switch fund families and uh, so, for example, that would be swapping out a Vanguard ETF for a iShares uh, ETF through BlackRock. That would be a very uh, easy way to kind of bypass and get around that wash sale rule. So other considerations that you want to be mindful of, of is if you have harvested short-term losses but have only unrealized long-term gains, uh, you may want to consider realizing those gains in the future uh, to receive the greatest tax benefit. But you know, obviously, depending on your, your circumstances, this may not be an option for you. Uh, so we you know, always encourage you to take the, the gains or the, the losses where possible, uh, if it makes sense. And if you're performing tax loss harvesting with your company stock, be mindful of upcoming or previous vesting dates uh, or ESPP purchase dates that may fall within that 30-day wash rule window. Uh, so that could significantly throw off this strategy if you invest uh, you on your company stock right after you end up selling it at a loss to be able to offset some of your capital gains. So what's the overall impact of tax loss harvesting? Well, it's, it's most valuable during periods of volatility, uh, during bear markets, and also the larger the investment portfolio that you're working with and the higher your marginal tax rate. So when companies like Betterment or Wealthfront promote the value of tax loss harvesting, it actually varies significantly from one individual to another. So since the market is up for 
far more than it is down over the long term. The benefits of tax loss harvesting uh, isn't necessarily as high as they are often promoted uh, through those service providers or uh, other investment providers. And the value may range anywhere from a quarter of a percent to 4% of your investment balance, with a large majority of people falling closer to around an average of 0.85% worth of value. So if you have a $100,000 portfolio, that would equate to around $850 worth of value uh, for that portfolio. Uh, But obviously, there are many factors that go into the value that tax loss harvesting can provide. And as a reminder, uh, this strategy is only available inside a taxable investment account since your 401k or your IRAs don't realize capital gains for tax purposes. So to wrap it all up, uh, there's a few, just a couple last notes I want to point out is you, you do not let taxes determine your investment strategy. It will always be better to hold on to the best investments over the long term. So always remember the saying, don't let the tax tail wag the investment dog. Uh, You don't want to have your investment decisions based purely on on trying to reduce your tax exposure. And ultimately, your financial goals or needs should determine the allocation of your investment portfolio. So depending on the size of your investment portfolio or your income, this strategy may not be worth your time in the long run. If you're interested in implementing tax loss harvesting strategies, don't hesitate to reach out to us at One Day Advice uh, through our website at onedayadvice.com or by emailing us at hello at onedayadvice.com and just mention the podcast. And before you uh, move on to another podcast, please hit subscribe and please follow us. Please leave us a review. Uh, That way we can continue to reach more people and educate them around their personal finances. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, I'm Nick Riley, the founder of One Day Advice. If you like what you've heard, we'd greatly appreciate your help in spreading the word. After all, we are financial educators, not marketers. Thanks for listening and remember to leave us a review. Nick Riley is the founder of One Day Advice, an independent fiduciary and fee-only registered investment advisor. Nick serves as a wealth advisor and educator to his clients. All opinions expressed by Nick and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of One Day Advice. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment or financial decisions.